kingdom and kingdom connections. Come on, somebody say kingdom connection. Come on, what are you talking about? I'm talking about the work of God, the plan of God, the purpose of God, and the connection of God. We need a kingdom connection if we want to have a kingdom impact. And through the kingdom connection, we find our kingdom identity. Everybody say kingdom identity. Listen, what does that mean? Who are you? Who are you in Christ? The scripture says if any person be in Christ, he's a what? A new creature. Old things are passed away and all things become new. See, God want to deal with our past and he wants to deliver us from the bondage of our yesteryear and our, some of us are present because he has a future. He has a future plan and purpose and agenda for our life. But in order for us to walk in it fully, we have to know who we are in Christ. Listen, we need to know our kingdom identity. Our kingdom identity. So that we can use it to have kingdom influence and then a kingdom impact. That's why you're here. You're not here just to buy a car and buy a house, just to work. You're not here just to go to the amusement park and go swim and go to fish. God placed you here in the earth because he has an assignment. He has an agenda and a plan for your life. But you can't do it if you don't know who you are in him. Thank you, Lord. Who am I? Our identity is often defined by things that are just a piece of us, but they are not all of us. Whenever you fill out an application or you are signing up for something, they want to know who you are. And we identify ourselves by our name. My name is Anthony. And my last name is Heron. That is a part of my identity. I'm a male. Y'all praise God. <laughs> Come on, our identity. I, I'm, I was born in this month, this day, in that year. I am Afro-American. Praise God. It's Afro Black History Month. Praise the Lord. And we celebrate all people. But this month is Black History Month. Who, who are we? You're not just black. Listen, you're not just white. You're not just man, just not just a woman. But when you come into connection with Christ, you are to become a student of him. Y'all listening? You need to know who you are in Christ Jesus. Man define you the way he wants to define you. They asked on that application, where did you go to school? Where do you live? Listen, what's your phone number? What's your email address? Then they want to know about your past. Y'all not saying nothing. Have you been convicted of a felony? Y'all not saying nothing. Man defines your identity by what you've done where you live, who, where you've been, what, what day you were born in, what place were you born in. But Christ, when he comes into our life, he's not looking at our demographic. Listen, he's not looking at your color. 
Y'all not listening to me. He's not looking at your past. Y'all listening? He is looking at your future. And he understands that he have positioned and placed you and he's calling you to become a kingdom man or a kingdom woman. Regardless of where you have been or what you have done. We look at Matthew chapter 9, verse 9 through 13. It says, as Jesus was walking along, he saw a man. Listen, Jesus saw a man. He didn't see a girl at this point. He didn't see somebody that was confused about their gender. He saw a man named Matthew sitting at his tax collector's booth. This is what Matthew's occupation was but don't you know that your occupation is not your identity you see most folk are wrapped up in what they do and they define who they are by what they do but God does not look at us by what we do when we clock in and out on our job our identity he sees our future and our future he sees the purpose and the kingdom assignment that he has for us. Matthew was sitting at his tax collector's booth. If you read it in the King James Version, it says he was sitting at the receipt of custom. All right? And Jesus invites Matthew. He calls Matthew. He says two things. Follow me. And then he says, be my disciple. God says two things to us today. When he calls us, he says, number one, follow me. I need you to leave what you are doing. And I need you to come with me. And then he says, be my disciple. Praise God. Isn't that wonderful? Jesus, the son of God, he is here and he meets this man who is in an occupation that at that time the culture defined as an occupation that was dishonest, that took advantage of people, that was self-seeking, that was greedy. But Jesus does not get fixated on what Matthew is doing. He's not hindered by what he is seeing. He gives him this open invitation to follow me and be my disciple. And just as Jesus called Matthew, if you read this same account, it's found in Mark 2, 13 through 17, and Luke 5, 27 through 32, Matthew's name also is called Levi. Talking about the same person. He calls him by his name and he calls him to come into relationship with him because there is a kingdom impact and influence that Matthew is going to have. Y'all listening? Jesus said to him, follow me. Have you done that? Follow me. See, we look to people, but we need to look to him. Listen, when we are young, we often, we look for role models. We look for folk that we 
aspire to be. But we as believers need to aspire to be like Jesus. He says, follow me and be. Somebody say be. You got to know your kingdom identity. Listen, and you don't know the purpose of something, you will abuse it. When you don't know the purpose of something, you won't use it the right way. And so oftentimes we waste our time and our talent. We waste our gifts in the wrong things that are not attached to our kingdom purpose and God's destiny for our life. God wants us to follow him and he wants us to be his disciple. Jesus said to him, so Matthew got up and what did he do? He followed him. Come on, it's time for you to get up. You've been sitting where you are too long doing what you want to do, doing what people have assigned you to do. But the Lord says it's time for you to get up. I need you to know who you are in me. Because there is a kingdom impact and influence you have and you will have when you find your purpose in the Lord. Listen, God calls us to be world changers. He's calling us to be men and women of affluence. But it's not the affluence of men. But he's calling us into this spiritual kingdom where transformation takes place. And our identity, when we find out that we are no longer what people, our society, our culture have labeled us. Listen, you're not careful. If you're not strong in faith, man will try to define and put you in a place he or she wants you to be. Listen, it wasn't too long ago. I was somewhere and somebody started giving an assessment of me. And I thought, you don't know me. And the things they began to say about me were what they wanted other people to believe about me because they had an agenda. Listen, God has an agenda, but so oftentimes we put ourselves in connection with people whose agenda is not God's. And then we are confused. We lose our identity because we subject ourselves to the system of man. Listen, God is calling us, his men and women, to a place in him. But in order for us to get there, we have to leave what we used to do and come into the kingdom. He says, follow me and be, somebody say be, my disciple. How do we learn and find out who we are in Christ? We've got to answer the invitation. Matthew got up. What did he get up from? He got up from his tax collector seat. He left what he was doing. And he went after God. Listen, it's time for you to go hard after God. Listen, it's time for you to go after God. What is God's plan? What is God's will? What is God's purpose? What is God's destiny for your life? Go after it. Matthew got up. He answered the call. He responded to the invitation because there was something 
that Jesus had to give and to teach. But in order for him to receive it, he had to release. Listen, he had to release. Y'all listening to me? What he was doing to go be something different. And sometimes that's the place that we get stuck is that we don't want to let go of what we are familiar and comfortable with. We don't want to let go of what is easy, what, is we, what we like to do. We don't want to deny what self desires, but we have to go after God. Some things we have to leave. Y'all not saying nothing. What are you talking about? Do you mean I got to leave my job or leave my spouse? That's not what I'm talking about. We've got to leave a mindset. We've got to leave behavior sometimes. We've got to leave certain connections we have so we can come into connection with Jesus. And we aren't defined by what we used to do, but we're defined by how we live. How we walk with him. Jesus called Matthew. Matthew got up and he left. But listen, Matthew had influence. And later it says he invited Jesus. Listen, you, you gave your life to Jesus. But is he welcome everywhere? Where did he go? To his home. If you want to know something about somebody, go to their home. Y'all not saying that. If you go in their home and you look, what's hanging on the wall? <laughs> look, look at what's on the refrigerator, what's in the refrigerator, what's in the closet. Y'all not saying nothing. Look at the browsing history on the internet. Y'all not saying nothing. You can learn a lot about people <laughs> when you go home. Matthew, he invited Jesus to his home. Listen, have you invited Jesus to your house? Listen, you come to his house, but is he welcome in your house? Listen, Matthew said, Jesus, come over. Let's eat. His disciples, Jesus, he invited Jesus. Not only did he invite Jesus, but he invited his other disciples to his home as guests, along with many tax collectors and other disreputable sinners. What was this? Matthew was a tax collector. It was considered... A sinful profession. But Matthew had connections with people that knew who he was and knew what he did. But when Matthew met Jesus, Matthew didn't just walk away from everybody. Matthew says, I've got somebody I want you to meet. I want you to meet Jesus. I want you to meet Jesus because he invited me to follow him and to be his disciple. Connection. Matthew had something in common with those tax collectors and other sinners. What do you have in common? And who do you have it in common with? If we want to be soul winners, we've got to know who we are. Listen, we've got to know who we are. And we got to become more like Christ, but we shouldn't lose ourselves. What do I mean by that? Sometimes when we give our life to Jesus, some folk go crazy. 
Y'all not listening to me. What are you talking about? They, they speak in tongues all the time. Listen, they quote scriptures everywhere. Listen, they sometimes we get, how do you say, you can get too saved. You're either saved or you're not. But sometimes we get in a place where we can no longer connect with people. But that's not what God is asking for us to do. Listen, he says, follow me and be my disciple. Jesus went to where Matthew was at. And Matthew was doing something that the, the religious folk shunned upon. If we read further, it says in verse 11, when the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, why does your teacher eat with such scum? Jesus heard this. He said, healthy people don't need a doctor. Sick people do. Listen, there's somebody that you know, there's somebody that you are in relationship and connection with that need to know Jesus. But when they come in contact with you, who do they really see? Who do they really know? Listen, God wants to use our connections to expand the kingdom. Y'all listening? How does the church grow? Listen, it doesn't grow by just inviting people to church, but it does grow through an invitation. It grows through conversation. Matthew did not get invited to church by Jesus. Y'all listening? Matthew got invited to follow him and to become his disciple. And then Matthew asked Jesus to come to his house and meet with some other people that he knew that were like him. But God had a purpose and a plan for But it came through conversation. What do you do when you sit down and eat? Some of y'all like me, I sit down and I eat and I don't want to talk. I want to eat. <laughs> but when we get through eating, we have conversation. Listen, what, are you, what is your story? What do you do during conversation? We, we connect with people. How has God changed your life? Matthew made a decision to follow Jesus. And other people could believe it because they knew and saw how he was. But listen, look what happens when Jesus comes into your life. Look what happens when Jesus comes into your heart. Look what happens when you get up and leave what you were doing and you go after him. Listen, you have kingdom influence, meaning there are folk that know what you used to do, know who you used to be. But when you give Jesus your heart, when you go after him and then other people see that this is not the person that I used to know, but there's a change and a transformation that has come on the inside of this person because they have found that they are no longer defined by the sin that they used to do, but they have received a new birth and a new life in God. He says that healthy people don't need a doctor, sick people do. Listen, God calling us, church, to be men and women of influence and impact, but we can't do it if we don't know who we are in Christ. Listen, we can't do it if we are still trying to discover ourselves. Listen, how do we find out who we are in Christ? We've got to get in the Word he says, follow me and be my disciple. A disciple is a follower of Jesus, a student of Jesus. Have you been a student of God? 
How do you become a student of God? You come, you get in the prayer, you get in the Bible study, you work in the church, you let the God of let God get on the inside of you. Listen, you find out what the word says about you, what the word says about you. God made you and he understands and he sees you like you are. But he doesn't see you as staying like you are. But he comes to change you from the inside out. Listen, there's a lot of sick people. But a lot of the sickness is not physical. It's spiritual. A lot of the sickness is it's not something that pills can fix. Y'all not saying nothing? Y'all ever met anybody? They taking all kind of stuff. They take a pill to go to sleep. They take a pill to get up. They take a pill. Hey Amen. Do this. Do that. Sometimes we've got medical conditions, but a lot of times we've got spiritual conditions that we're trying to fix. We're trying to resolve. But listen, we need to give people God. We need to introduce them to Christ. He says, follow me and be my disciple. You've got to get up from where you are and go after God's plan for your life. Thank you, Lord. The way that the kingdom will grow and expand is through people coming into contact with other people who have a right relationship with God. Somebody say introduction. Listen, the way that the kingdom will grow and expand is through people who are obedient to the call of God and are willing to leave behind their past life and their sin to follow the new plan God has for us. Somebody say obedience. The way that the kingdom will grow and expand is through people who do not allow what they used to be. This is the thing to hinder us from leveraging the relationships we have to bring others into contact with the same person that's changed our life. Somebody say influence. Listen, God, he's given us this introduction. He's invited us to follow him, but we've got to answer the call. Mac Matthew got up. We've got to obey the word. We've got to obey his call and his voice. And then we, we can't just check out away from everybody. We've got to use the connections that we have been given through relationship. It's not always about getting a bullhorn and a sign and going and standing on the street corner and shouting to folk, Jesus save. But the way that people come into contact with Jesus is through relationship. Y'all not saying nothing. Thank God. There are different ways of doing evangelism, but the best kind is relational. Listen, when somebody knows you and they just know that it's not just you, but there's something different about you because you learned the way of God, because you followed him, you became a disciple, there's something contagious. But it's not a contagious like the COVID-19. Y'all listening to me? There's something contagious about Christ. I wish I had somebody help me preach this morning. There's something contagious when you really know who you are. Listen, when people see you, but they see somebody that's struggling, that's going through hard times, but there's something different about your praise. There's something different about your worship. There's something different about your face, even though they know that you've had 
difficult times, even though they know you've struggled with loss, even though they know you've had attacks, even though they know that you've got a past, they see and they know that there's something different on the inside of you because you're no longer who you used to be, but your identity is now fixated in Christ. And now there's something different about your life. God, he's calling you. Who am I talking about? I'm not talking about just someone that's got a license to preach or teach, but you are an evangelist. But what story are you telling? Listen, what message are you projecting? Listen, what invitation are you giving? We don't have a problem when we are in a business inviting folk to come to our store or inviting them to come to our, what is it, uh, paparazzi party, uh, jewelry y'all sell and all this stuff. I'm not demonizing it. We don't have a problem in the earth inviting people to things. But have we given an invitation to tell people about God? Listen, I'm not defined by what I do, but I'm defined by who I am. But I'm not defined by who I am, by what somebody said I was but I'm defined about who he says I am. I can do what he says I can do. Listen, I can go where he says I can go. Listen, I don't have to stay stuck in the mistakes of my past. Matthew was a tax collector. He was a sinner. But listen, he gave his life to Jesus before he got it all together. When Jesus met Matthew, Matthew was still doing the wrong thing. And sometimes we get stuck there because we see what somebody's doing and how it's not right. But we've got to move past that if we want to win folk to Christ. Math, like Luke 19 and 10 says, the son came to seek and save the lost. Luke 5 and 32 says, I've not come to call the righteous, but sinners do repentance. Matthew 11 and 28, he says, come to me, all who are labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. There's an invitation Revelations 22 and 17, the spirit and the bride say, come and let the one who hears him say, come and let the one who is thirsty come and let the one who desires to take the water of life without price come. Isaiah 1 and 18 says, come now and reason together, says the Lord, though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be white as snow, though they are like crimson, they shall be wool. John 6 and 33, 6 and 37 rather says, All that the Father give me will come, and whoever comes to me I will never cast out. Listen, come to Christ. There's an identity in him. He doesn't care what you're doing. He didn't care that Matthew was sitting at the seat of the tax collector. He didn't care that he was sitting, listen, at the seat of custom. But he says, come, Matthew was a publican. That's another word for it. But God didn't see him for what he was doing or what he did. He saw him for who he was. And it came to the kingdom influence and kingdom impact that he would have. Romans 5 and 8 says, God shows his love for us that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. James 4 and 8 says, draw near to God. He'll draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. I like God. He's not like folk 
Sometimes they invite you because of who you are. They invite you because of what you've done. They invite you because of where you live or what you've got on. But Jesus has not defined you or labeled you or singled you out just because he has something that he likes, oh God, or something that he wants to get from you. But there's something he wants to give to you. There's something he wants to give through you. Listen, he wants you to know who you really are, that you just aren't that person that was, let's say, born out of wedlock or that person that was born in the sin because we were all born in the sin and shaping into iniquity. But he's calling us out of a place of bondage. He's calling us into a place of purpose, of promise. And he has an identity that is kingdom associated, that is kingdom minded, that has kingdom power, that gives us kingdom influence so that we have a content kingdom impact and we can see the kingdom of God come thank you Lord nobody's perfect for all have sinned Romans 3 and 23 and come short of the glory of God but listen Jesus is not fixed on your present state I talked to Lazarus was dead but he called his name and Lazarus heard his voice and he got up from where he was. Listen, the Lord says, get up from where you are. Come on, leave what you are doing and follow me. Be my disciple. Thank you, Lord. Isaiah 55 and 1, I'm done preaching, says, come everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. He who has no money, come buy and eat. Come buy milk without money and without price. How do we come? We got to answer the call, the invitation. First John 1 and 9 says that we confess our sins. He's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Jesus said, follow me. Listen, he didn't just give the, math, the invitation to Matthew, but he called others. Matthew 4 and 20, straightway they left their nets and followed. Have you left your net? Listen, have you got up from the table that you're sitting and have you come to the table of Christ? Listen, when God called people, they were busy doing something, Matthew 4 and 22. But it says immediately left the ship and their father and they followed him. Have you left what you were doing, what you like, what you think, what you want? Have you given yourself to Jesus? Do you know who you are in him? Praise the Lord, Matthew 4 and 25. And there followed him great multitudes of people from Galilee and Decapolis and from Jerusalem and Judea and far from Jordan. Listen, it's time for us to follow him. It's time for us to follow his plan, his spirit. Let's go after his presence. Let's go after his work. Let's go after his word. Thank you, Lord. Let's find our kingdom identity so we can have a kingdom influence and a kingdom impacts. That's what God is calling for from his people. Stand to your feet all over the building. Do you know who you are? Have you left what you've done? Have you dropped it? Come and follow Jesus. Be my disciple. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Some of us, we're too hung up and fixated on what people want us to be or where they want us to go. But it's time for you to leave the opinion of people. Time for you to leave the opinion of men. It's time for you to go follow after God. Matthew 12 and 46, Jesus was speaking to the crowd. His mothers and brothers stood outside asking him to speak. But someone told Jesus, your mother and father, your brothers are standing outside. They want to speak to you. 
Jesus asked, who's my mother? Who are my brothers? He pointed to the disciples and said, look, these are my mother and brothers. And anyone who does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. Listen, Jesus said, follow me. Thank you, Lord. Come on, I've decided to follow Jesus. And I'm not going back. I'm not turning back. Listen, I'm not growing back. I'm growing ahead in Christ. I've got a kingdom identity. God wants you to have a kingdom influence and a kingdom impact. There's somebody that you work with. There's somebody that you live next to. There's someone that you've come in contact with that they need to know about Jesus. Listen, when they look at you, what do they see? Do they see what you were doing when you were a sinner and you were doing with him? Or do they see a change? Do they see transformation? Listen, have you connected with Jesus? And have you used that connection to help others find that bridge over that place of bondage that they are in? That place of loss and confusion that they've gone into. Thank you, Lord. Jesus didn't care what Matthew was doing. He saw his future. Thank you, Lord. Don't allow where you came from to hinder you from becoming all that God has planned for your life. God sees your future different than your past. And he knows how to use what you've been through to help you help others who need to know Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Some of you can reach people that I'll never be able to reach. There's some of you that have influence that I don't have in places and circles that I don't. The Lord says, I want you to use those kingdom connections to have a kingdom impact, but you've got to know who you are. Thank you, Lord. Come on. Somebody say, I know who I am. I know whose I am. I know what God has called me to do. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on. The invitation, the introduction. How do you meet people? Most times somebody introduces us to them. Listen, I come to introduce you to Jesus today. I come to introduce you to his purpose and his agenda for your life. Thank you, Lord.